Oh, am I coming across? Can you guys hear me? I like to start with me on the screen. Can you hear me? Press one if you can hear me. We are live, guys. It is Tuesday, November 29th, 2022 AD. And uh, gonna have a fun, loosey-goosey Tuesday show for you guys. Unfortunately, just a heads up, I have no clip 11. But I will be talking about... The man that, whom I call Kanye West, he calls himself Ye, and he prefers that. And uh, Kanye West, he calls it his slave name. If you're listening, <laughs> don't walk off on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, last night he walked off the Tim Pool podcast along with his compatriots, his new friends, slash fiends. I think they might be friends. Milo Yiannopoulos and uh, Nick Nicholas Nicholas J. Fuentes. <laughs> I call them Nicholas, but I think he was named Nicholas. Different, different name. Not to be confused with Nick of Nickstream over here, the anchor baby. Uh, gonna talk about that. Gonna talk about Henry Rollins. Some of the different Hake News things going on. <sighs> wow. Same-sex so-called marriage being lumped in with interracial marriage by the government? You don't say. How embarrassing, huh? I mentioned that in Hague News. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. And I am remiss in reading the Super Chats. Hake is very rusty. Gotta get the cobwebs out of his brain. That's me. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two. you guys doing? I am fine. So I was chuckling during the uh, opening because Pear D. Bear says, Gunta, Gunta Kanye. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. It's West. West, master. And I am where uh, I'm having fun, but I appreciate him. I totally appreciate that guy um, for what he is. I am wearing a, for some reason, it looks so garish on here, but in this green is like this green is not so limey green as it well it appears to be limey green on screen at least on the my monitor over here but it looks it's a nice having a have an amazing christmas and it has monkeys there across the top designed by designed by lock your door it says bond and it's uh, a t-shirt that i'm referring to if you're listening to the audio podcast a t-shirt Courtesy of rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Get your Christmas merch, guys. Available on the Fallen State Teespring store. Very cool. It's a Christmas t-shirt. It's not a holiday t-shirt. Well, yeah, Christmas is a holiday 
It's a holy day. Did you know that holiday means holy day? But they're calling stuff holy that isn't. The liberals. I may talk about that. Jill, Dr. Jill Biden put up her holiday decorations. Please. Santa Lee Peterson. (laughs) Yeah. Any Christian, any real Christian is a saint. Did you know that? But, uh, anyway. Um, so... Let's get right into this. You know, I would like to read some of my Super Chats. I got several before we got started here. So let me start with those. I do not have Clip 11, guys. No Clip. But a Super Chat from, let's see. Well, first, Star Sion. Yesterday, I uh, neglected to check my Super Chats in the last half hour of the show. And Sion, Star Sion, that is, went over to Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report and donated five bucks and said... Welcome back, even if it's one day out of the week. I appreciate it. We'll make it two. Two days out of the week. Ah, ah, ah. Lord Bibby 42 with another super. Hake, did you see Kanye on TimCast last night? Yes, I did, actually. Hat tip to TKR official telegram for the alert. TKR official telegram. That's how I found out about the incident. (laughs) And it was an incident, sort of. It was almost uneventful because he walked off, so not much happened after that. But uh, yes, I did. As, that's Asmodor's TKR, uh, TKR official Telegram channel. JLP Talk is on there as well, Telegram. And uh, the Hake Report, too. We are less active there, though, because we're still on Twitter. <laughs> not that I'm that active on Twitter. He walked off the show in the first 20 minutes, says Lord Bibby42. Proving my super chat from yesterday was correct. He is a head case, case and an emotional beta boy. And Lord Bibby42 is referring to uh, his super chat yesterday, which read, Kanye over Trump? Kanye is too much of a head case, and he's too emotional. He doesn't stand a chance. Trump all the way, homie. And that was in reference to my caller yesterday, uh... I almost said Lord Grimm. Is Lord Grimm still around? No, the other black one. (laughs) Uh, Man, I'm blanking on your name, man. I'm blanking on your name. (laughs) King Drop. King Drop. Eric, with a C-K. E-R-I-C-K from Selma, Alabama, I think. Somewhere around there. Is uh, Yay 2024. He's into Yay 2024. But I think you have a point, Lord Bibby, and you did call it a head case and an emotional beta boy. That describes most of us, I guess. Based America First with the Super Chat says, Happy Christian Conservative Generosity Day, also known as Taco Tuesday. And it's also Giving Tuesday. <laughs> the Hake Report leached. Leached. <laughs> Does the Hake Report leach? Leeching off the Jesse Lee Peterson network. <laughs> Leeching uh, Hassan's time over here as the board operator. <laughs> Leeching Nick, host of Nick Stream's time as the, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> what is that? Uh, call picker-upper? Screener? The Hague Report reached 111,111 bit shoot views on 11-11, November 11th. Uh, 
1111 AD. Now, everyone should subscribe to Hake's Substack. Well, thank you for the promotion, Based America First. I, I don't think I've ever mentioned my Substack on air other than in my walk and, walk and rambles. Walk and talk. Walk and talk rhymes, but I do walking and rambling. I like how that site is organized, too. Yeah, yeah, same here, Substack. TheHakeReport.Substack.com I'm thinking of migrating my podcast to Substack. I'm not sure. You know, I was on, I started out on SoundCloud when I was the Hake Report with Joel and Esteban, my former co-hosts whom I fired. And then I moved to Podbean because I saw Big Bear was on Podbean and uh, Big Bear, that's Owen Benjamin. And uh, Vox Day was on Podbean. And I saw other people on Podbean and it seemed to be organized well and I liked how you could put links inside the description and stuff. But Podbean banned those two. Anyway, they banned a, a Big Bear, Owen Benjamin, former JLP guest. He, was, he spoke at a men's conference before. Nice guy. At times he's not nice. There's, there's times not to be nice, though. Uh, and so... Yeah, Podbean is not very free speech friendly if they kicked off Owen Benjamin. <laughs> and so maybe I'll go to Substack. But I do like Podbean still. Whatever. Anyway, uh, yeah, thehakereport.substack.com. And you can support there. I'm also on Subscribestar. That's where most of my supporters are. That's where I moved after Patreon banned me. Uh, the Hake the Report on uh, Subscribestar. I also made a Locals. But that's so many. And you can take your pick. I appreciate it. But I'm thinking of migrating over to maybe Substack only so I only have to manage one. I don't know. Base America First goes on with another super chat. Media reports Christmas buying up 2 to 5%. 11% inflation means people paid more for the same stuff imported from China. 78% of shoppers used buy now, pay later debt financing. I hear the young people are doing that. Buy now, pay later. <sighs> Media will spin it as pro-Biden. I'm all for optimism, but remain skeptical. Yeah. Oftentimes the company, the company, the economy rebounds in spite of scumbags, if you'll allow me to use a name call, name calling for Christ, like Obama, the economy had the slowest recovery perhaps ever under Obama. But then you'll hear liars like Joe from Phoenix, sophisticated liars, <laughs> gaslighters. I'll, t I'll talk about that phrase. Say, oh, Obama brought the economy back. <laughs> yeah, okay. Interesting. Thank you, Base America First, who also said, interesting Vincent James Trump announcement speech analysis. Vincent James is another source whom I go to on uh, Telegram to see news, to see the news. Real Vincent James. He, he analyzed the Trump uh, announcement speech. Interesting. Thank you, Base America First. Many observed it seemed moderate, but we're hoping for more 2016 vibes. Perhaps Trump is being advised to be more centrist so DeSantis can capture Trump 2016 energy and run to the right of him. Huh. Hmm. I did like that Trump announced, and I'd heard him before say it, that he wants the death penalty for drug dealers. 
And I know people have made the point that that these laws are only going to be used against whites and men, and they're going to be mis... Um, the enforcement is going to be selective. Yeah, we need to work on the corruption of the people. It's not just the laws or the system or the setup, it's the people mess who are a mess. Um, I do appreciate how he is alienating a lot of people. Alienating, if, if that's the right word. Oh, he's just attacking people for no reason. He's attacking DeSantis. He's attacking, uh, oh, a few weeks ago they were saying Trump is attacking Candace Owens and uh, Ron DeSantis for no reason. Whatever. So I like how people are against him because people on the so-called right are against him. That's how it was in 2016. We'll see what happens. Stephen Absolution says, I need to see JLP on Dr. Phil. That's going to be epic. Yeah, check that out. Check that out. 3 p.m. today, supposedly, I guess. DrPhil.com. Check DrPhil.com for listings. D-R-P-H-I-L.com. Is he Christian? I don't think so. But anyway, uh, Base America First says, Did you see Yay24 on TimCast? Yeah, I did. Somewhat disappointing. Kanye needs to forgive. Silent prayer and keep his mind with his body. Defend ideas and platform would have been better. Kanye admits early success gave him handlers and he lacks practical world experience. That was interesting. Let me get right into that since we, were, since we are talking about the man whom I call Kanye West. Generations of slaves and descendants of slaves called themselves West, and all of a sudden Kanye knows better. Please. (laughs) Uh, I like this guy. Um, He and Nick Fuentes, who is the owner of Cozy.tv, a streamer over there, Milo Yiannopoulos, this guy who's, I think he's an ex-gay, now he's a Catholic, Greek. I think at one point he claimed to be Jewish, but maybe that was a lie. Uh, formerly of Breitbart News, Milo, he, call, he used to call Trump Daddy back in the 2016 times. They all appeared on TimCast together. I guess the InfoWars guys um, told Kanye West, you know, Alex Jones, InfoWars, Alex Jones, my competitor, put Kanye in touch with Milo, and Milo's put Nick Fuentes, who's also been banned everywhere. He's debanked and all that stuff for uh, both criticizing and making jokes about the Jewish people and, uh, and being popular. When you're popular, they want to shut you down. So Kanye, Kanye like Nick Fuentes, both under attack for speaking their minds. And so they went on Tim Pool's podcast. Tim Pool is this liberal guy, um, pretty far left liberal, but he's a little bit more independent-minded, I guess you might say, than the average liberal. He has this guy Luke Rudkowski, or whatever his name is, of We Are Change, another liberal, but not for the establishment type of liberal, which is a good thing. Those are... We appreciate that, right? Very popular guys, especially Tim Pool. Tim Pool used to go around sort of 
well, he used to interview Proud Boys years back. He used to um, go out on the street, document riots and protests around the world and the country. Antifa's violence. Black Lives Matter, I think. He documented Chicago crime because he's from Chicago. Interesting young man, Tim Pool. Sort of a more safe and popular podcast type of a guy now. But Kanye West warned him, warned him, warned him that I'm going to walk off the show right now if I have another... And he na- named another podcaster named Lex Fridman. Another guy who interviewed him, pretended to be friends, I guess, with Kanye. And didn't like Kanye mentioning that such and such and such and such and such and such were all Jewish people and did wrong or something like that. Why are you mentioning that they're Jewish? Because it's true, Kanye said. And Kanye is getting sick of the questioning and the, and the having to defend what he's saying as the, as the truth. He feels that's a waste of time. And so he warned twice that he was going to walk off. And sure enough, he just up and walked off. Because Tim is all, Tim Pool, the host is all, I think it's very unfair what they did to you. Because Kanye's lost a whole lot of money. They've cut him off from different things, including Apple to pay, as I mentioned, and uh, Adidas, and who knows what else. And Kanye's all, who's they? Who's they? What do you mean, they? Well, I don't mean it like like you people. (laughs) I don't mean it like you guys do. And so he walked off. (laughs) Uh... And I don't know if he was wrong or right to to walk off, but I personally think it would have been better for him to stick it out. Trump never did that. Did he? Yeah, he did sometimes. He did walk off interviews sometimes. <laughs> but Trump stuck it out with, with tough interviews sometimes. Not that it was even a tough interview, but with dis- disagreement and stuff that is silly and is sort of a waste of time. But pe- you have to be patient with people. And Kanye may lack some patience, may be a little bit more emotional than he needs to be. He did make some interesting points that you stop growing once you become famous. And he got famous at 24, and so he had all these handlers, handlers to handlers to handlers, taking care of stuff for him. Huh. I remember Trump was interviewed by Bill O'Reilly. Back when Trump was all, I think it was this one, John McCain, he's, an, he's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. He's a war hero because he was captured. He's a war hero because he was captured. So he said three or four times he's a war hero after saying it initially he's not a war hero because he was captured. He was a war hero. <laughs> and... Bill O'Reilly got all emotional, questioning him, questioning him, being like, but he is a war hero, right? And then, uh, patiently and, and firmly, Donald Trump stuck with it. Bill, it's this, 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 and this is the point. 
Bill. And he stuck it out. Didn't get angry, didn't get frustrated, didn't get impatient, didn't get flustered. Bill O'Reilly got flustered. And I love Bill O'Reilly, a bass boomer. <laughs> Not that bass, but I, I appreciate him. <laughs> and you know what, afterwards, it, to me, this is another reason why Kanye should not have walked off, in my opinion. Kanye is smarter than me, though, in certain ways. Because he's him, and I'm me. <laughs> Whatever that means. But I'm maybe happier. Tim Pool didn't address his statements. He just straw-manned him. Did you notice that? He's like, you can't blame all, all people f- for something that a couple of that individuals are doing. And I don't like, uh, what is that term? I- identitarianism. Whatever, man. <laughs> and so my impression is Kanye is more emotional than Trump is. And Trump does have his emotional side, which is a weakness. We got our weaknesses. So anyway, thank you guys for the super chats. I will get to your, your calls as well. You guys want to get it off your chest on uh, this Kanye West stuff? Or yay, if you prefer. I, I'll let you guys say yay. <laughs> Whoopsh. Um, 888-775-3773. Uh, what a mess. Going to get to the gaslighters. Um, Henry, Henry Rollins. <laughs> He's not even in the news, but it's just something that I've come across on Tumblr, which is making a comeback, guys. Um, so let's get right into it. Bobby in Texas, long time no here. Bobby in Texas, how are you doing, man? I'm doing well, man. How are you? How's the old back? You know what? It is not used to all this quote-unquote work. Work meaning being upright. <laughs> uh, Work meaning sitting in a chair for a couple hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not used <laughs> to all this work, but uh, it improved. And as long as I keep stretching and moving and walking and sleeping enough and eating right, I think I'll be fine. And praying. Nice. Well, yeah, good to have you back, man. We missed you during the midterms. I think. Yeah. But it's your fault. We lost. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hear from you. Long time no hear. It has been quite a while. It has. Well, um, real quick before I jump into the old Kanye, last week I tried to call in. You had a caller that was called in about being shocked by uh, by Trump. Yeah. My caller, Do KT, not- my buddy. I call him my buddy. Uh, longtime <clears throat> listener of JLP and Hake, KT from D.C., was shocked by... Trump not firing Fauci and uh, supporting red flag laws, violating the Second Amendment and pushing the vax and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I was listening to his like his comments and the things he was complaining. About. I mean, <clears throat> of course, we're all like upset Fauci didn't get fired, but he acts like Trump has like unlimited power as president. Like if you're the president, you just get to do whatever you want, which is not the case. Like, you think Trump went in there with a with a laundry list of you know, rhinos to put in his cabinet? Of course not. He probably went in with a bunch of guys he wanted and was like, mm, not going to happen. Like, we're not going to vote for any of these people for your cabinet. Like, you can, you can ask for them all you want, but they won't get in. And I think he tried to put someone in, didn't he? Uh, 
General Flynn? Yeah. The, didn't he try and, uh, some, and what happened to that guy? I forget. I, he, didn't he? Trump, I think Trump asked for his resignation for, quote-unquote, lying to Mike Pence about a conversation he had with the Ukrainians or Russians or something. And so he, some might, you might, it might be a fair criticism to say that Trump flinched and fired Flynn when he should have stood by him. I don't know if that's true or not. Well, didn't he, wasn't, wasn't uh, he also brought up on charges? Yeah, he was brought up on charges of quote-unquote lying to the FBI. And it turned right. out that the FBI lied to him and then accused him of turning around and say, may, tricked him into saying something that turned out not to be true, and they called it lying to the FBI. And that's right. somehow so a crime to lie to the FBI, but the FBI lies to us all the time, and they're, they're still paid. <laughs> but it just kind of seems to me like, okay, he wants this person to be on, you know, and he, he's successful, and then he has, like, they, they bring him up, run him through, like, a, you know, the witch hunt for him. Yeah. Has to has to release them, you know, and they're just like, hey, there you go. You want to keep going? You want to bring some more guys in? We can, right. we got plenty of room in our prisons for these guys. Like, just just keep keep adding guys you want to get in here, and we'll find ways to get them out. Yeah. But I don't think he had the power, especially being, like, new to the position. I don't think he understood, probably, right. is a good point of it. I think it's, uh, I think it was new to him. Yeah. And then with the vaccine, like, he never... You know, he never would have mandated a vaccine right. where he forced people to get it. He never, you know, being proud of your accomplishment, I think, is human nature. Yeah. Yeah, that's I how I someone, see it. You're right. Like, I think if I had gone through and put in all the work to get the vaccine through and Force tried these. to do what I found was best for the people, you know, I would probably be, you know, a little bit, you know, happy with myself and, you know, wanting to you know, get that credit for what I've done and my accomplishment. Yeah. So I don't really blame him for that. Right. I don't really think any of the, any of the things he brought up were all that. Yeah, I don't think he could have fired Fauci. I don't think that's really in his, in his power. I, think I don't know that to be true, but I kind of suspect. I think he could, but it, it might've caused more trouble than it was worth. Who knows? And Fauci's really, in my opinion, the, the tip of the iceberg. It's not like Fauci is the source of the problems. Like the yeah, whole, exactly. I mean, the whole CDC media. And, yeah, right. The, the media, media is probably far worse than than Fauci ever yeah. could have imagined. I mean, we know that but, Fauci was going right along with everything. Had they had yeah. somebody else who was more sensible and less egotistical, um, and just flip flopping on everything that he did. And yeah, he, he's obviously a very. Uh, there's a lot of things that aren't being talked about with Fauci. Yeah. Like, a lot of the things that have come up that don't get any media time, like, nobody talks about, like, I don't know, I don't really hold Trump too much responsible for his, the shortcomings of his, of his president. I think he did a lot of good things while he was in there, yeah. and I think if he'd have gotten another term, he would have continued to do good things. Uh, he might, And yet. I think if he can get, I think if he can get in again, we'll see, we'll see it again. Yeah. I, but, I, I don't know, that was that. just my take on what he was what he was saying the other day. I felt like he was kind of a um, little bit uh, emotional, a little bit angry just over some some of the things that he had done in office and kind of neglected to really see the, the positives that he had performed while he was there. I agree with you. That's my impression of it as well, that, um, that he's what you focus on is becomes too important to you and 
KT admitted that he's a big Second Amendment guy. And so this red flag laws that, as if the oh, Second Amendment was the other one. This, right. Yeah. He said that was the first president to ever do red flag laws when it was like, wasn't Reagan? Like, didn't he do some? He was. He, didn't Reagan do like an assault rifle ban or something like that? I think he, I think he did support that after he got, uh, that ricochet shot, I think it was a ricochet, shot to his yeah. ribs. Um, mm-hmm. he, he turned around and supported all kinds of anti-Second Amendment stuff, too, limited, to a, in a limited degree. And so, yeah, there were, every great president, and I think Reagan probably was pretty great, and tr- Trump, oh, yeah. probably the best that we've had in my lifetime, is my guess. Uh, you're you're going to have a lot that you can criticize. And there are yeah, to turn your back on someone who's who's like Trump and has done so such a good job and done so many positive things to turn and to do things that no other you know president in our past has like been willing to to step up against yeah. and also just the willingness to fight against you know the counterculture the just the culture war itself yeah I think that was I think that was very big and I think no other president probably would have done it. I think people like George Bush, those kind of people, those kind of presidents would have just sat there and just cowered to the mob. Yeah. You know what? That's that his example of being a man and standing on what he believes as true is more powerful and more important than the wall or anything else. Abortion and all that, that sets an example that changed the culture. That's 100%. And it also, it put DeSantis where he is. DeSantis would probably not have come out and been so vocal and so powerful yeah. with his with his you know with his uh, comments towards that the woke agenda. Fair point. Like, so I, I don't really. I mean, I like DeSantis. I'm not going to vote for him for president, right. but I would. You know, I do appreciate him. I like him in Florida. I like what he's doing, and I'll vote for him in 2026 or 28 or whatever it is. Nice. Yeah, I agree. But but now I think. You know, we've got the guy that needs to be in there and we'll work to get him back. But um, to move forward on to the Kanye. Okay. Talk. Yeah. Um, you, you, you caught the, the, I only watched the first 20 minutes. I don't really care what Poole has to say. <laughs> but, yeah. But I did want to hear what Kanye had to say. And I was, I don't know, I'm going to say it. I was a little disappointed that Kanye was so weak that he would just, when he brings two people to support his arguments and then, he can't stay for, you know, 20 minutes. That's all he's got in him. And he doesn't even let anybody else talk the whole time. It's just like, I'm going to run my mouth about whatever. And as soon as somebody questions something I say, I'm going to leave. Yeah, that's, that, that's pretty close to what happened, man, in, in, in my view as well. He, he, uh, he lost patience. And that's not and a good this, thing. And that's is that what we can expect if he were to win president? Is that is that the kind of uh, yeah. performance we'll see him at press conferences? Ooh, they don't. They're arguing with me. They're not, you know, doing what I say and just walk out. Yeah, you know what? What's funny, man? What you're saying reminds me of what uh, Asmador was saying over on TKR official that this guy's not going to be president. You uh, because he. He walked off when he had the opportunity to be speaking the truth because I don't think that he said anything that was not true. No. Uh, and he never even really came down on Jews. Right. He said these people, I think he said those people or they or something like that, and then he right. got questioned on, oh, blah, blah, blah. He didn't say anything yet. Right. Keep going. 
Yeah. Like, why you why you walk away? Just sit there and keep hammering it. You're on a show with a good audience. Like, get your get your point out there. That's what you're here for, and that's why you've got these two well spoken people with you. Like Nick Fuentes and Milo yeah. are both great speakers. They're both people that can carry an argument. Yeah. And could pretty much dominate most arguments. So it's like, True. stand your ground, bud. Like, if you want to go in there and talk about Jews, like, do it. Yeah. Here, was, talk to them. You're, you are so right. You just made a great point. That could have been an incredible uh, podcast discussion. Very helpful podcast discu- discussion. Esoteric is saying yeah. that, uh, that Kanye already dealt with all those Hit Squad interviews and Tim wasn't letting him say anything. But I don't know if that's exactly fair, man. Because I don't agree with that. Yeah, I think he, he was to- had Tim cut him off a couple of times, but immediately relinquished it back to him. It was like, yeah, go ahead and finish. He right. wasn't doing like Cuomo did to him, where Cuomo was like right. cutting him off at every second. Like, I would understand leaving that Cuomo interview, but he was getting a fair shake from Tim Pool. Yeah. And he really hadn't been, hadn't been reprimanded. He was like, I think Tim was about to say something about not demonizing the Jews or whatever, but right. whatever, say what you want. I've got my back right here. I got two really good speakers with me. Like they we're are. about to just we're about to own the the Tim cast. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have that could have been wonderful. I wonder if I wonder how he's feeling today or if he regrets it or if he thinks he was right or what. Because in my opinion, he shouldn't have walked off. Interesting. Yeah, you. you know, I was chuckling because over on Odyssey um, some of the guys over there, at least in months past, used to refer to you as bad takes Bobby. But, uh, I think that you're, I think you're correct on this one, Bobby, from Texas. I agree. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate you. I won't take too much of your time. I know you got a lot of, a lot of people want to talk to you. Well, I appreciate you, man. You're about my age and your back is just fine, huh? And you work the farm, right? Don't you no, like move my back, cattle? My back kills me all the time. Every oh. time I have to... I have to work cattle, man. My back's on fire. Like I've, I've been, I played sports as a youngster, and yeah. uh, like my back is just like it took a beating. Cause I'm big. I'm like six six, about two hundred and fifteen. Oh wow! So I'm, I'm a pretty big guy, but nice. And I'll, I have to pick up cows a lot and like slam them on their sides. And uh, man, when I get them, and if they don't cooperate, yeah. oh man, they'll tweak that back real good. Interesting. But, but I have a bad back. I've thought about surgery, but I'm Oof. I'm a little bit afraid of it. Yeah. You ever do st- you stretch and uh Yeah. I actually s- do stretches all the time. I have a chiropractor I go to once a week. You sleep on the floor? My back's so bad. No. You when you wake up from your bed, is it your bed uh, on the soft side or a firm mattress? Soft, too soft. Oh, I mean that may help, man. I've been sleeping on the floor for years now and yeah. I never Although I do wake up a little, I know I have to stretch a little bit and move around, but um, I don't wake up messed up worse. Whereas when I used to sleep on my mattress, which was soft and saggy, I would wake up worse, like messed up. So you, it might just huh. a consideration, man. Did they, when they did your surgery, did they just have to like uh, relieve some tension on your like spine or did you have more, was it? more evasive than that it was actually unrelated to my back it was a uh, hereditary issue that i had to get oh, fixed interesting yeah that so could I be my thing i don't know my dad had a real bad back as well so it could be something I'd, i probably just need to go get it looked at 
Oh, okay. I'm just afraid of the diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, man, I wish you well. There were there was a what, who who called in? Art from Ohio suggested. I think it was Art suggested these Superman stretches. Get it? There's all kinds of different stretches you can do, especially your back, your legs, your uh, butt muscles, all that stuff. Pretzel stretch. Those seem to help. And I've, I st- when I started walking an hour, because I'm, my issue is I'm sedentary. Your issue is probably you overwork. And I, yeah. my issue is I underwork, and then when I do some work, bam. Ah, twins. <laughs> then it's over. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> All right, bud, man. I'll talk to you again sometime this week. Sounds good, man. Take care. Right. Bye. Let me get right over to my former de facto producer, Dylan. Dylan. Out of California. Dylan, good to hear from you, man. How are you doing? Hey, hey, what's up? Do you go by Dylan or Dylan or both? Either or. Well, you know, I still like Dylan. I'm still kind of salty. The only reason I had to stop using that nickname, James, was because white people have a hard time pronouncing it. That's the <laughs> only black people love it. Yeah. Um, but then it's frustrating because Dylan is the other way around. Black people have a hard time pronouncing Dylan. True. It doesn't come out of their... All right. Well, dial on it is. That's how um, I became new. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. It's a fresh name. I like it. But I want that. So, yeah, I uh, I knew you were going to talk about uh, the Tim Pool thing last night. And over on Cozy TV, everyone, I called into Baked Alaska's show last night, and everyone was delusionally spinning this just because, like, Anything Kanye West does, they 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 want to like justify saying it was awesome and oh. no, it wasn't awesome. It was bad. It's this was I was so so disappointed. Yeah, I because mean, we finally you yeah. like good conversations and yeah and confrontation and and good arguments and this could have been that could have been so awesome as I consider what been. what your the prior caller said that Milo's. A, a great conversationalist. Uh, oh yeah, Nick Fuentes is good at interviewing, and Kanye speaks simply in his mind, and it's interesting. And those guys are Tim Pool, being for being a liberal, he's pretty fair-minded. So, well, he's a centrist. Yeah, James. He's not. He's, oh, okay. a, he's like a radical centrist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, and Luke, that guy Luke from We Are Change, those are like nice enough guys. They'll it would be a Interesting conversation. Well, okay, so on on Cozy TV, every single person is saying Tim Pool was asking for. He deserved it. He was being a dick. He was being oh, so keep it rude. Clean, buddy. And I, uh, I didn't, I didn't know that was one of the swears you can't say. That's um, okay. He was. Uh, they were all saying he was like, you know, having attitude and being rude and unprofessional. I was like, he, I, I didn't see that. Did you? No, he was being his normal self. It was. I, a, a person who is, you can see that he's being too fair-minded and, and kind of straw-manning uh, these guys with the, oh, I don't lump everybody together. But yeah. that's, and they don't lump <laughs> everybody together either. So it, I could see yeah. how a person who gets annoyed would be annoyed. Like, I, I could see but how... it wasn't anywhere near to the point where someone should have walked off. right. Not even what I was like. What are you guys talking about? And what I thought, what I realized is like, 
whatever Kanye West did, just because Kanye West did it on Tim Pool's podcast, they're all going to say it's awesome, no matter what it was. I think you might be right about that. They're on his <laughs> yeah, side, especially because wanna... he's talking about the Jews, and people want the Jews talked about. And well, that is awesome, but I mean, like his behavior, walking off, right? Like everybody's saying it was so epic and awesome. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, he he's uh, impulsive. And that well, impulsiveness was, is can hurt him if he's not wise in what he does. Well, that's the see. I, I don't know. I think uh, next time you got you got Milo. By the way, Milo's not Jewish. Actually, he he. I don't know. He he, he, he came out and gave his DNA results, and he said his mom lied to him about being. Oh. Jewish. But anyway, you got you got two white guys there. Maybe next time they need to uh, do a little more. You know corralling and keeping the uh, the low impulse control in check there, you yeah. know? I think that's obviously what was going on. Yeah, at at one point, those of you who didn't see it, after he, after he walked off, after uh, Kanye West, the visionary, billionaire, walked off, um, Milo's all, Mama, I'm going to go check on him. Just make sure he's okay. <laughs> like, he's not a grown man who's going to be fine. <laughs> Oh, I thought they all left immediately with him. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, at, well, he did leave pretty quickly, and I think that Nick left without saying a word. But uh, Milo is all, I'm going to go check on him. And so Tim Pool's all, yeah, you do that. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. I'm going to talk with Luke. <laughs> and so they just... Oh, so Milo didn't leave until, and then he... It, it, it was like within leave. a minute. It was like within a minute of... of well, it was just, it was, it was pathetic. It was just crushing. Like, I almost wish it never had teased me in the first place. Like, just, I, <laughs> I wish I would never even thought that Nick Fuentes was good. And everybody's all excited about talking about Kanye. Yay on Tim Pool. Yay on Tim Pool. Well, I was more, much more excited about Nick Fuentes. Yeah. Than on Tim Pool. Right. Because that had been a long time coming. And that and, opportunity yeah. was wasted. Because, well, Nick is a loyal guy, you know? And so he's... It, and he's there only because of Kanye, and so I don't really blame mm-hmm. Nick for leaving once Kanye left because that's he's he's deferring. He is Kanye's guest, really, and so he's yeah, deferring like he's to the guy that he was with. He's he's miraculously got himself um, a spot on like the most famous musician in the world's team. So you yeah. know, but I would have if I were him, I would have gone out and given Kanye a pep talk. I guarantee, James, if I was there. And I went out in Kanye. I could have got talked him into coming back in. I bet I that that's true. You would have used yeah. your, you would have, because you're Jewish yourself, right? You you use your <laughs> cajoling verbal IQ, oh, <laughs> high God. verbal IQ. Oh God! <laughs> I think you could have brought him, gotten him back because I've seen you work magic, <laughs> getting guests on my show and others, and uh, and yeah, you you could have. And that would have been but I think right. Nick, I think Nick could have done it too, but yeah. like, but I just, yeah, everybody. So why do you think that everybody on Cozy TV, all the super chats? I I called into Baked Alaska, and I was totally going like against the grain, and and people were like eating me in the in the freaking comments, <laughs> uh, and everybody just wanted to insist that it was so awesome and epic. You know, because that he like blew this opportunity. I think everybody, no matter where you are. Including even on Cozy.tv, which JLP streams there. Shout out to Cozy.tv. Everybody is a cult follower of some sort. And so I've seen when Jesse appeared to disagree with Nick at one point, a bunch of 
the Groypers came in and posted in the comments, cringe, cringe, cringe. And so I think they just get all excited and are become part of a group. They have this group mentality. And mm. they think of they think of Kanye as being brilliant, which he is in a lot of ways. And Trump too, they're they're brilliant. They do th- stuff that I wouldn't do or think to do, and yet it it turns out in the end to work for them in many cases. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Th- yeah, there is some truth to that." And so these guys don't really know what the future holds or how this will turn out. And so they they jump to the conclusion that it was right and anybody who disagrees with it is a dumb normie who doesn't think for himself. Meanwhile, they're not thinking for themselves either. Yeah, my thing is, no, Kanye West literally could have done anything on that podcast, and all these people would be insisting that it was <laughs> that it was awesome and then own. Man, it's disappointing that even in the DR, where we're supposed to be like thinking for ourselves and independent thinkers, that we even have that kind of group group think. Yeah. Not not thinking for ourselves, even in the dissident right. Wow, how dis- how discouraging. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, that's why this thing about waking up the red pill, the woke on the JQ type stuff, you're not actually awake until you've overcome that emotion, that anger, that pride, because with that, with that emotion, you get, you start to, you, you don't see clearly. And that's why I like Jesse's thing about about know for yourself, don't just believe people and don't just really know that you know that you know and know what you don't know. Well, but that, does that include Jesse Lee? What if you, what if yeah. you applied that to Jesse Lee Peterson? He would love that because, and I think that that's what we all should do too because Jesse has, there are many people who are cult followers of Jesse because cult follower is the follower himself's fault. The follower mindset We'll take stuff that Jesse says, or that Obama says, or that Kanye says, and they'll thump people over the head with it, thinking that they know, and they're not even living it themselves. And so, yes, we should apply it to Jesse, too. See, the thing is, you're, you're not as upset about this as I am, but one of my biggest things is, like, I've seen over the last few years, I've seen the dissident right, as it were, completely just kind of... Uh, shut out of the mainstream conversation Yeah, uh, at, with the censorship. And this was like a rare, miraculous opportunity right. where we just got like a full-on shot at coming like back inside to having a seat at the table. Yep. And then I'm just imagining through the eyes of everyone else watching other than, you know, cozy TV subscribers, everyone else watching is like, oh, wow, Nick Fuentes, he's like a far-right guy. Oh, he was only on for 10 minutes. Yep. Oh, no wonder. Of course, he's banned from YouTube, and of course, he was only on here for ten minutes. It's like he doesn't belong here. I saw that's s- what I was really upset, and I and I and I hate that. I don't want that. That's like that sucks. That's that's the. You know what I'm saying? I do. I think you should be less into getting the results in in life and in the world that you want. You know what I mean? The well, uh, fighting. I'm wanting to have, I'm wanting for um, for what's right to be in the conversation. I would love that too. So you be part <laughs> of the what's right, and don't be disappointed when stuff outside of you doesn't go the way that you would want it to go. What do you think of Ron DeSantis? 
He's okay. I'm not, I'm, I'm not for him right now. I mean, I, I like what he's doing, I guess, in Florida somewhat. Mixed, mixed review, just like with Trump. There's good and bad things that he's done. So but I, I think you, he's kind of phony why? because he, all the phony people are for him. I think even the Lincoln pro- <laughs> I think even the Lincoln project is for him. The Link- is it the Lincoln project, the anti-Trump, the never Trumpers? I think they're for him. Yeah, so, answer, so right now, yeah. it it made that may be an example of me not thinking for myself. But I look at the people who are supporting him, and it makes me want to go the other way. And I'm, no, I'm that still for thinking, Trump. That is thinking for yourself because most people don't bother to think that. And it is a very, it's a very, you can, you can, it's a pretty reliable uh, metric. At least you should withhold judgment and be like, I'm not going along with them. I'm not necessarily going to go the opposite direction, but I'm not going to go along with them. I think it can be a mistake to go the opposite direction every single time. Because there are people who go, oh, the earth is flat because everybody thinks it's round. No, 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 no. I'm yeah. just saying it is a good. It's it's a pretty reliable indicator. It's not yeah. everything. But yeah, for like, sure. I've I've wanted I've actually wanted to ask you this for a long time. I always forgot. Okay. So what you just said, all the bat, all the phony people are for Ron DeSantis, and you think that's a pretty good indicator, <laughs> which I agree that like something's not right here. Well, then, why? What would you say about how the fact that like people, all the Never Trumpers in 2016. Ben Shapiro and Dennis Prager, oh God, and all those types of people, they, by 2018, 2019, 2020, they were like the biggest Trump people. So do you, how do you explain that? That was when Trump was at his weakest, perhaps, because he had all these people who were pretending to be his friends in his, in his group, undermining him. So I... I saw it as a big bandwagon of Trump because he won, so they had to join him, you know? And oh, they were doing stuff. They, they were doing, st- he was doing stuff that they did appreciate. Like, he was all very pro-Israel, and he was much more moderate than they <laughs> expected, much more reasonable. Right. So, um... Well, yeah, reasonable for them. You're <laughs> Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's, but he is truly a, re- a fairly, re- a quite reasonable person. And they... I'm surprised. I'm surprised to hear you say that because I remember when I used to work there two years ago. I remember you like starting yelling at me because I was getting too down on Trump. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Yeah, baseball there. I you forget. you got mad at me one day. You literally started <laughs> yelling. You you're like, I don't like you alt writers talking that stuff about Trump. And I was like, whoa. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I and I forget what it was exactly about because people were. People were people washed their hands of Trump too quickly, I think. So, and so, because they got right. over, they expected they expected him to be agreeing with them because he sounded like them, you know. And so they assumed that this this liberal boomer from New York all of a sudden was going to be this white nationalist, <laughs> you know. Well, because he kind of uh, he kind of gave that impression, you know. That's how KT <laughs> from DC felt about the Second Amendment and about uh, the vaccine stuff that Trump was pushing, and that Trump wasn't as hard on the Second Amendment for the Second Amendment as he is. So they assumed that Trump was going to be like them. When I think that, uh, I think that 
as Jesse says, you should keep a space between you and and anybody that you appreciate, so that you don't that you don't uh, turn on the person when they do something that you disagree with. You still see them clearly, appreciate what you like about them, and disagree with them mm. where you don't, but you never turn on the person. So interesting. You know what? Uh, what it- I have a question. Yeah. Uh, what is the what is the deal with uh, those three who were on the Tim cast yesterday? Kanye, he's running for president. So is it true that Milo is his campaign manager and is is Nick on his team or something like that? His campaign team? Is that what's happening or is that uh, yeah. just an assumption? Yeah, and that's I think why he uh, felt that he had to just like leave immediately. That's very unlike Nick. I've never ever him do something like that like leave with no explanation whatsoever so yeah uh he um i mean i think that's really i'm really excited i i I do want to say kanye west he is doing god's work i'm not taking anything away from him and i i've been overjoyed overjoyed i don't use that word very often uh (laughs) the, the last the last month of him bringing up these topics that need to be said and you saw the dave Chappelle stand up monologue right oh yeah all this stuff it's honestly like the most exciting thing I think since like 2016, Trump first running. But um, you know, last night was just that was a total L. Yeah. But yeah, it's but it's still very. Uh, I I just love that he's not backing down. You know? Yeah. <laughs> About the JQ. Nice. Yeah, I like how <laughs> he he made a statement that I appreciated. That he said God is taking different things away from me, so that I just have to rely on Him. He said something to that effect. Like he's taking his family, he he's on, taking his money, taking yeah, this and that. Yeah, he he was on Piers Morgan, and he was like, I'd like you, I think you should apologize. You should <laughs> apologize. And he was like, here's a list of things that need to happen before I apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking great. Well, I appreciate it, Dylan. Good to hear from you. Take care, man. All right, bye. Bye. Okay, guys. Um, we are pr- approaching the top of the hour. I'm going to get to more of your calls, um, 888-775-3773, and your Super Chats, including the backlog, hopefully, right? But let me just get, let me jump right into a song here, guys. I've been playing, I played Petra yesterday. Petra means rock. It's a Christian band. And so here's another track from Petra. Let me just make sure that I have the correct one down here. Uh, This is from the album Beat the System. It is finished. Enjoy or press mute if you're a musical Philistine or grin and bear it. And I'll be right back for an hour to hang tight, guys. In the heat of the early morning On the hill they come the skull The roaring of the angry mob had settled to
so good, was it not? Oh my gosh, that's Petra. 1985, something like that. I was four years old, five years old listening to this. My big brother, my oldest brother, uh, listening to Petra. Beat the System. Excellent album. And uh, their follow-up with a different singer, John Schlitt, was uh, also cool. This Means War. So good. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, You know what? Super Chats. I got to get to these Super Chats. Uh, Noah's Ark, Kansas, with 1776, says, Hake playing Petra. Nice. Indeed. Very, very nice. People were calling it devilish. Uh, Christian Tenacious D. I don't know what... I don't know if I've ever knowingly heard Tenacious D. Um, thank you, Noah's Ark, Kansas. Baked Alaska Respector gave a super chat. We love you, Hake. We want you on Cozy.TV. Well, thank you, man. I would love to be on Cozy.TV. I didn't want to bug him when I was off air, so let me get settled in here, get a, establish a record of streaming full-time, not full-time, streaming a, on a regular basis, and I, uh, perhaps I can reapply to be on Cozy.TV. Imagine, Cozy.TV slash Hake. That'd be cool. Um... But in the meantime, I am on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report. And, it, and that was Baked Alaska Respector. I respect Baked Alaska as well. That's a young man who's an excite, another excitable young man, sometimes does ill-advised things. He was a mostly peaceful capital protester on January 6th, 2021 A.D., uh, a persecuted white man. He was at Charlottesville as well at the uh, Charlottesville protest and got pepper sprayed with some crazy spray that nearly left him blind. He was at risk of being blind. He appeared on The Fallen State with Jesse Lee Peterson. He had to wear sunglasses at that point um, to protect his eyes from the, from the light, the bright, because of the eye damage that he suffered from the Charlottesville uh, Antifa Black Lives Matter terror attack upon the whites who were peacefully protesting and rightfully protesting the tearing down of our beautiful Confederate mon- Confederate American monuments over there in uh, Charlottesville. Where is that? A Carolina? I don't know. Virginia? The, ge- the great Confederate General Robert E. Lee, American General Robert E. Lee, a hero, a man of honor. I do believe. A better man than anybody who's tearing his monuments down, I'll tell you that much. That man didn't even want monuments to himself. But Baked Alaska, yeah. Persecuted, thrown in prison, and like many of the mostly peaceful capital protesters over from January 6, 2021, thrown in jail, all kinds of stuff. I think Baked Alaska is why we've got all that censorship and demonetization going on on DLive.tv because <laughs> he was streaming inside the, the Capitol building thinking, oh, uh, Trump would love this, us uh, going into Nancy Pelosi's office. Or, I don't know if he did that, but other people were doing that. Trespassing. Oh, dear. The horror. That was such an insurrection. <laughs> yeah, they broke a few windows. They moshed with the cops, some of them, a few of them. Ill-advised. Ill-advised. They got excited. Don't be emotional. And the people on the right, who are right, generally, have less margin for error. 
you get less margin for error. The worse the world gets, the worse they get, the worse the blacks get, the, wor the more perfect the cops and the decent people have to be. The people who are for what's right, we have to be perfect. Be blameless. That's what the Bible says, be blameless. So, what a mess. You know what, let me read a few of my backlog super chats, otherwise I will never get through them. And that would be a shame. Um, for the past three months, guys, I have been, uh, what would you call it? I have been out. You know? You know that. So let me read some super chats from uh, August 15th. Danimal said, Hakes, he's back. Legendary. <laughs> Funny, because August 15th was the last time I streamed before uh, I came back last week. <laughs> Terrible. But thank you, Danimal. I appreciate that, man. Um, August 16th, based America first with a super chat. Said, uh, will Wyoming dump Liz Cheney? And yes, they did, I think. To celebrate Ditch the Witch Day? <laughs> She's been in Congress since 2017. Seems like much longer. Yeah, it does. Bright Liz campaigned on Orange Man Bad in a state Trump won by over 70%, hoping demon rats temporarily switch parties to vote for her. <laughs> yeah, she's, a, she's on an ego trip. Ego trips can make you do stuff that uh, sabotage yourself. Carpetbag Liz, Base America First, says with a follow-up super chat, it born in Wisconsin, spent second two grade school years in Wyoming while... Dick Cheney, ran for a Congress, then lived in D.C. until 2013, bought a house in Wyoming to run for Senate. Carpetbagger. Is Harriet Hageman any better? New witch, same as the old witch. Witches in politics. So Harriet Hageman, is she the one who, is she the one who replaced Harriet Hageman, U.S. representative-elect, a woman, Republican, <laughs> Makes me want to spit. 60-year-old woman. From Liz Cheney, friend to foe. She was Trump's pick. American attorney, a lawyer slash liar, and a woman. Oh, man. Terrible. Terrible. Well, I have many more Super Jets to, uh, to plow through, but those are a few from the backlog. I have more from August, September, October, and even November <laughs> to plow through, but uh, stay tuned for those. Let me, um, what was I going to do? Let me get to one more call before I get back to uh, the terrible lies. Terrible lie! Um going on in the world, and they accuse us of being the liars. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. But let me get to Art in Ohio on the line. Art, how you doing, man? I'm Art. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Hey, man, you like my, uh, you like my big white brother from another mother. Right on. That's cool. You know that, man? I did not know that, but I appreciate that. I can, I can kind of see what you mean. What do you mean by that? Well, man, uh, you good. You got a good spirit, man. And, uh, I feel like uh, we might be in two different uh, tribes or whatnot, but we uh, we 
we our character is the uh, same. You know what I mean? Okay. A lot of things we uh, we believe in a lot of the same things. We're not. Yeah. Not all. Not all. Not all. But most. Right. Right on. But first thing first. Uh, I, what's what's all this little rape talk? These females talking about they they getting raped and men are raping them here in America. You know all that little stuff. I find that awfully kind of hard to believe when a lot of men are out here single. You see, and a lot of them, uh, instead of trying to be up in these female faces, they going on these websites to uh, to uh, to uh, get girlfriends or whatnot to, to pay pay to get girlfriends. Yeah, just to you know keep them up out of their face. You know, we only want one thing, uh, and that's uh, what's the word I'm looking for sexual relations, you see what I'm saying? Right. So, to cut out a lot of the BS and a lot of that feminist stuff that they got going on here in America right now, we'd just rather pay you and push you to the side or whatnot, just get you up out of the way. And I find that awfully, I mean, if we all, if, and if, if it shows you how narcissistic a lot of females is, Yeah. if we were so much on you, I think that we would be trying to force ourselves to try to be in these relationships with you. You see what I'm saying? But, no, it ain't like that. A lot of men are, are y'all pretty, but y'all got ugly insides. Yeah. And in turn, that makes us not want to be with you. We'd rather just be by ourselves. Men, I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and, and the opposite, females can't do nothing without no man because they're an uh, emotional uh, gender. You see what I'm saying? They need that su- support system, whether it's mentally, physically, or financially. Yeah. That's really true. There are males who get hung up and start to worship the woman. In fact, I guess most of us do in, in, in some sick ways. But it's funny because th- every man who does that forsakes peace to go into hell, to go further into hell. Terrible. Yeah. And, okay. And yeah, my uh, second thing. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, my second thing is, uh, let me give you another RDR prediction or whatnot with the uh, the the uh, the old Biden regime or whatnot. Okay. And uh, I want to give y'all a shout out from yesterday because it's crazy. This is a, this is another point in what I said when I say we think alike. I was watching your video uh, later on last night from yesterday, and when I seen them kids singing the whole time they were singing, I'm like. This reminds me of uh, Hitler when they had the little youth over there singing in the camp. And then as soon as they stopped singing, uh, Daniel came right up and took the words, and y'all took the words right out of my mouth. So, I mean, that just goes to prove, once again, that that we think, you know, a lot of y'all say things or whatnot that I be thinking or whatnot, and we on clearly the whole side of a different map. Yeah. Yeah, you're... Art, for those of you who don't know, who may not have catch, caught my show yesterday, we covered towards the beginning of the show, Obama, Sing for Change Obama, after kids, kids went viral for screaming, oh, there's Joe, Joe Biden. And it reminded me of this 2008 video of uh, some people in, mothers in Venice, having their children sing in a choir, Obama songs. <laughs> He's going to bring happiness. He's going to bring freedom. Obama's going to change it. Obama's going to lead him. <laughs> yes, we can. Can, can. <laughs> Terrible. 
terrible children uh, indoctrination. And it is like the Hitler Youth thing, well, at least what we've been told about the Hitler Youth and the uh, communists who are, and the LGBTIQ teachers that you see on TikTok, 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 TikTok brainwashing the children, mothers teaching the children different uh, imitation morals, supposedly from the Bible, all kinds of false teaching. I saw this one umbrella meme that showed the father or Christ as the head and then the father's uh, as the head of the mother and children. But then the mothers, they had listed her roles and one of them was teacher. I don't agree with that. I should show you guys that meme maybe tomorrow or maybe later this uh, show if I get to it. But I don't think that the, these women do well by teaching the children, even when they teach them right things, they teach them in the wrong way, I think. It's terrible. Hey. Yeah. And what do you think? And I, I, I'm, I'm just throwing this out here. Well, I wonder what's going on down here at the Ohio State. They don't fire that lady uh, president or whatnot, allegedly with the... With about a four days after the Michigan the uh, Michigan loss, I wonder what's going on behind that mommy that mommy role where they let her go. I wonder what hand she had in that uh, in them taking that loss or what. I guarantee you, some got something, but you know they won't say nothing about it. They keep try keeping high everything. I don't know but what with, story you're referring to. Well, Ohio State president of the the Ohio State University president of Ohio, they expired or like yesterday or something like that. And I'm saying. I wonder why they did that, but I mean, I don't got to wonder too much. It's only evident in this liberal 2022 in uh, America why they did that. Yeah. Okay. But uh, well, I'm going to make, make another RDR prediction or whatnot. Uh, I guarantee you with all these foreigners coming over here, they've been thrown in the, uh, the trick bag, and they're going to uh, end up sending a lot of them, uh, most, if not most, in some extras back across that border, you know what I mean? And what's going to end up happening is you're going to get a lot of these ISIS agents hurt going in there trying to arrest them or uh, trying to detain them and send them back across that border. It's going to be a lot of agents, you know, just uh, going in these houses trying to, uh, you know, take them across, back across the border, you know, arrest them, ISIS and stuff. There's going to be a lot of them that's going to get hurt. And you can go ahead and say thanks to the uh, yours truly, the government, and a lot of these politicians playing the dirty game. You get a lot of these American uh, agencies and people uh, just in these law enforcement hurt or whatnot when they figure out and find out they're going right back home across that border or whatnot. And huh. uh, that's my prediction. Being uh, something else with Kanye West, he uh, I think what Kanye West is trying to do was trying to basically leverage the black vote, but... It's almost like playing spades with Donald Trump. Donald Trump got the uh, king of spades in the ace of spades, and Kanye West is throwing out the queen of spades when he don't even have to throw it out at the time. You see what I'm saying? You might not, but I'm going to break it down a little bit more. I think I do. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. Well, basically, why would you waste your car right now when you could waste it on a 2028 run? You see what I'm saying? You ain't Kanye West ain't doing nothing but watering himself down to where people you he's basically turning people off to him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're uh, not going to take uh, him as seriously the next time he let's say he does try to run for office when he's ready 
Because right now I don't think he's ready. Because Trump is running. Why not just support Trump? Right. Uh, yeah. And, Go ahead. And and it's it's almost like a liberal democratic thing to do because the re- real Republican conservatives ain't fighting against each other. We all on the same page. Yeah. And that's almost staring up the pot. You see what I'm saying? Because you, uh, you got people like Lord Grimm or whatnot. He don't, he, he's wanting to go with Kanye. You see what I'm saying? Oh, no. You mean, you, know, you this, mean, uh, not, it's not Lord Grimm. It is, uh, King Drop. King, King Drop. King Drop. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, when when King drops, really be rolling with Trump, but uh, basically, yeah, Kanye West even going on that little show or whatnot, he kind of he kind of exposed himself, man. Yeah, he should he should have been trying to go. He needed to be going on a uh, more so an underground a show like yours, like your show or whatnot. Where you can go, you can or go get some state. type of re- yeah. Well, I'm I, I mean yeah, I mean that's your record, but my recommendation would be yours. Nice. Uh, yeah, go on somebody a small a smaller channel because truth be told, they don't make Kanye West. Kanye West makes himself. You see what I'm saying? He makes the show. You see what I'm saying? Just like as if uh, Donald Trump would go on your show or whatnot. Donald Trump will make the show. You just won't provide the platform. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yep. Uh, and something else the Nick was saying on the Nick, the great Nick stream or whatnot. He uh. He said Nick Fuentes and these other people got all these followers. Well, I, I beg to differ. Just like I was speculated, just like how Twitter had a lot of them fake accounts, I would think that a, a lot of these uh, YouTube channel has a lot of fake accounts or whatnot. And a lot of these people that you think are subscribers and people watch me channel, they're not real. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Uh, uh, with, uh, I, wouldn't get me, it, I, guess. I wouldn't get too into okay. speculation about that. I would just leave it, leave it blank, because first there's yeah. there's. I went to AFPAC, and that place was mm-hmm. packed. So he definitely mm-hmm. has Nick Fuentes. That is, definitely has a significant following. I don't know if it's exactly the numbers or not. I nor do mm-hmm. I really care, honestly, mm-hmm. because well, he I, I care that he's for what's right, and I appreciate him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I was, what else was I about to say? I was about to say something else too. Uh, dang, I kind of got kind of got sidetracked. Uh, damn, Hake, I can't remember <laughs> the heck I was about to say, man. You're rusty uh, from not being on the Hake report in a long time. Same here. Yeah, very rusty. Yeah, a little rusty. I see you did the other day, or I think it was yesterday, with but now you definitely need to stay on doing your little back, uh, your little back workouts, and you might get your little aches or whatnot. But push through it because that's probably because you ain't. Work muscles yeah. that you used to work when you was younger or whatnot. Yeah, good uh, advice. Yeah, I, this, and that's what I'm saying. Like Kanye West, he need to, him and Elon Musk need to be trying to come together and figure out how they can buy up YouTube. You see what I'm saying? That's what <laughs> I he would love to, that. He need, that would be awesome. Yeah, that's. He shouldn't yeah, try to buy see, Parler. He should buy YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he. Could, I mean, it's, but that would be yeah, awesome. But I'm, yeah, it would, yeah. But, I mean, you don't see Elon Musk talking about, oh, I want to run for 2024 or I'm going to run for 2028. If he's going to do it, he ain't going to speak about it. He's just going to do it when he do it and when the time is right. Yeah. Kanye, Kanye, I feel like Kanye West, uh, he need to be worried about Chicago. You see, he's worried about his tribe of people 
in in Chicago or whatnot. You got a lot of uh, killing and a lot of people that's killing a lot of kids up there. A lot of kids that I uh, I don't know where anywhere else in America where that's going on. And you probably should be trying to invest more of your time into maybe doing something that where you can be independently owned and get some type of business going up there to where you can help the young black youth up there and help even even some of them grown females that's raising these beta kids up there in Chicago or whatnot. You need to be probably worried about that or let alone uh, uh, trying to uh, rebound from your uh, your loss that you've taken from a lot of this money that these uh, ish people are uh, extorting <laughs> out of you in these uh, NBA players and these NFL players. And that's what I was going to say. Okay, I'm going to say this and I'm going to get up off here. I hear a lot of these people talking about, you know, these Black Lives Matter people and uh, these uh, N-I-G-G-S's because they ain't Negroes because they, they mess. Okay. Talking about I want rep, I want reparations. Well, because uh, the colonizers, uh, they uh, stole land from us or they uh, racist and they oppressing us. Well, only way you could be oppressed if you selling if you selling a a, a two thousand two Chevrolet uh, Chevy Corvette for some grapes, meaning y'all selling yourself out for a little nothing. You selling your you selling you selling yourself for a ham sandwich, but you you saying somebody else is pray. No, that sounds like you don't know your worth. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Just like I said about the NBA is. Oh, it's dying off, just like the rap game and stuff, because y'all fell into the law. Y'all was supporting that BLM, and it's a curse that y'all put on yourself, just like America did, too. And that's why you're seeing a lot of this stuff that's going on in America right now, because y'all bit into the lie, and y'all don't put a curse on yourself, and you don't even uh, you don't even know what you don't did or whatnot. And uh, I don't understand how a lot of these NBA players expect to get any type of respect when you ain't even standing up for yourself right now. And uh, that ain't just, that ain't no different than a female allegedly getting abused by her husband. If you don't set some type of, uh, some type of uh, boundaries or whatnot, the person whoever you're dealing with is going to keep abusing you and using you and taking advantage of you. And uh, we don't want to hear nothing about you saying that you were pressed because truth be told, if you were, if you so much worried about these white colonizers uh, and these people coming there taking Indian land, you had the same problem with these foreigners coming over here doing the same thing. But you giving up your own rights to give it to somebody else, and then they coming right over here and getting reparation and free fu- free funding that was really made for Negroes and the Native American Indians and lower-class whites that they people basically paid into for working hundreds of years in this land or whatnot. Okay. So, yeah, you can't... They hypocrites. Negroes and Negroes are so hypocritical, they don't even understand uh, the, the, uh, foreigners coming over here with that fit and all this stuff. They doing the same thing that your, your colonizers allegedly did with the smallpox and the blanket. They don't even understand. They hypocrites. But God bless you, Hank, man. And uh, we still rolling with Trump, and I'll catch you later, Gator. Well, thank you, Art. Appreciate you. Take care. Yes, yes, sir. All right. Interesting. Nobody respects a victim. They feel sorry for you. They may even give you money, but they don't respect you. And you're not respectable, and your life is getting worse. 
Algorithm says, welcome hey, back, Hake. Good to see you. Well, good to see you too, Algorithm. Appreciate you. Over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report. Lin Yen Chin with the Super Chat says, Lord Good Hair, did you say LGBTIQ? I did. That IQ as in low IQ? Indeed, that IQ. <laughs> well, the IQ stands for intersex and queer or something like that. I think intersex is actually like a, the newfangled word for hermaphrodite, where you're born, you're, where you're actually born physically with both uh, parts, both the male and female parts, and so like your parents or you can later decide which one you want to end up being or something. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but that's actually a physical thing, not just a spiritual thing, but they coaxed the physically handicapped into this victim thing, victim mindset, and they become dumb liberals, so shameful, and they get lumped in. It's funny. They're, uh, well, I don't want to go off too much. I'm interrupting his super chat. As in uh, LGBTIQ, as in low IQ, that makes most of us blacks into LGBT by default, <laughs> asks Lin Yen Chin. Well, extra affirmative action powers for me. Thanks, crazy world leaders. Yeah, they uh, used to be saying LGBTQIA++, <laughs> but some are saying LGBTIQ. <laughs> it's sort of a tongue twister, even caught that male feminist from Canada off guard at one point. You know who I'm talking about? Sophie and I are proud feminists. Lame guy. Trudeau. Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Uh, not good. They don't ca- call the handicap handicapped now. They call them disabled. As, in, as if they have an inability to do stuff. They still have abilities. Certain abilities are limited. That's why it's called handicapped. And they turn into victims. What a shame. And, uh... Women. Women. Victims. And get sucked into identifying with that mess. So much so that you say something about the women and the women act out what you say about them. They, they go off and they're, they're like, oh, you just talk about women. When you're just telling the truth. They're not used to hearing the truth about themselves. And they take it personally and proving that you're right. Interesting. Crazy stuff. Um, Before I get back to calls, I do have calls to get to. Hang tight, callers. I have to get to a story or two, guys. Am I going too long with with some of these callers? Probably so. If I have to ask, probably so. I'm rusty. Bear with me, guys. So, uh, almost half past... Let's get right into this. Gaslighting is a liberal word. I admit it, it's a liberal word. Normal people do use it sometimes, just like normal people use the word racism. Most blacks are racist. But uh, liberals are the ones that use it, and they're the ones who are guilty of it. Isn't that interesting? It's such a communist woman thing, woman-minded thing, 
which is most of us do it, hating other people for what we're guilty of. Satan the accuser. Satan the accuser. This is from Hake News of today on the Jesse Lee Peterson show. End of hour two, perhaps? I forget. The gaslighters are the big liars themselves. They accuse the truth tellers like Trump of being the liars. They accuse him of, ooh, the big lie. I'll, I'll get to this. I mentioned this in Hake News from Kami Nonsense Network. Gaslighting is word of the year per Miriam Webster. Believe it. Miriam hyphen Webster's word of the year is gaslighting, according to CNN, Kami Nonsense Network, which I love to read. They're uh, fake news. Who wrote this article? I can't quite make that out. Let's see. Scotty Andrew, S-C-O-T-T-I-E. And uh, gaslighting is a term that goes back to the film Gaslight. There's two films came out from it, I think. And the 1938 play upon which that film was based. Based! (laughs) And commie nonsense is, actually the commie dictionary, Merriam-Webster, the dictionary is fake news. Okay, so get used to that. It's true. It's a fact. Gaslighting in the last few years became ubiquitous, meaning it's everywhere. In the age of misinformation. (laughs) At one point we were in the information age, now we're in the misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. I forget what the distinctions are on that. And then they accused the number one truth teller of being a gaslighter. And Kanye did this too. He accused Trump of, he said, oh, people tell me Trump lied and he lied about me. I don't know what Trump lied about, allegedly, with Kanye, and I don't really care. In 2017, a CNN opinion writer accused our greatest president, Donald J. Trump, of gaslighting all of us, denying making public statements that he made. (laughs) Well, maybe he said the things, but you misinterpreted it and said it in a different way from what he meant. It's different from or different to. It's not different than. Many of you people say different than. No. It's more than or less than. It's different from or different to. If you're British, it's different to. If it's American, different from. <laughs> anyway. Uh, CNN's Chris Silica. Siki. Silica. I think that's an Italian. In 2021, accused Trump of gaslighting by downplaying the severity of the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> Uh, That's a forced laugh. That's a fake laugh. Uh, Itself, which is a gaslighting term. It's not entirely a fake laugh. Because it's a, what a joke. They're calling it an insurrection. It was a mostly peaceful protest, part of which did turn into a riot. So that aspect of it was a riot. But most of the protest was actually just a normal protest. And uh, some of it did turn into a riot. But they're accusing the protesters of being rioters and insurrectionists. And they're accusing the mostly peaceful, like grandmas who walked, uh, moseyed into the Capitol building, trespassing as rioters and, uh, anyway, ridiculous, shameful. And then they call the rioters protesters, the Black Lives Matter and Antifa and, uh, other dummies, riot, they're calling them protesters. I think protesting is dumb. And I like protesting. But I don't see the point of it. Except to get the word out. But... Most of the time when you see a big protest, most of the time, they're wrong. 
They're dumb. They're bandwagoners. And they don't think for themselves. Look at the Women's March. Silly. Look at the so-called civil rights movement. Silly. Anyway, uh, not read from Hague News, but this is from CNN, the article. Gaslighting is also a legitimate and extremely effective form of emotional abuse. Oh, wow. Emotional abuse. According to the evil, evil, National Domestic Violence Hotline, DV, Domestic Violence. It's an anti-man group. Oh, they do admit that men are quote-unquote, victims of domestic violence. Basically, when men and women fight, spiritual fight turns into a physical fight sometimes. Physical attack. Which has resources for survivors on recognizing gaslighting. (laughs) Uh, Liars pointing out fellow liars and fiends. The New York Slimes, the failing New York Slimes. That's the Times. Also, this year, wrote about medical gaslighting when patients, especially women and people of color, are dismissed by physicians who downplay the severity of their symptoms. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. It's funny because they're the biggest, the mainstream media who use this term gaslighting and the dumb liberals, the Reddit bros and all those people, are the biggest... One's guilty of, you, of doing what they say. I saw Lin Yen Chin in the JLP live chat after I read about this information from Hake News uh, in the Jesse Lee Peterson show say that it's an it's a emotional word, something to that effect, just like a fake word like racism, uh, sexism, and all these other fake words uh, to deceive people into thinking that they're not guilty of what they're accusing others of doing. And the people whom they are accusing many times are not guilty of what they're accusing them of doing. Just like, the, look, at the, I mentioned the January 6th insurrection. That's a, that's a brainwashing term. They're conditioning people to think, oh, I use the word insurrection. What did you think of January 6th? But used to be when you think of insurrection, you think of actually armed people taking something over or trying to take something over. None of these people were armed. How many guns did they confiscate from the Capitol from those protesters? Zero, I believe. Election shenanigans. They call that the big lie when Trump said, oh, there were election shenanigans. He didn't say shh. He said bleep. (laughs) Or Trump's lies. They accused Trump of being a big liar. When Obama was a big liar, Bill Clinton was a big liar. Trump, they hated him for telling the truth as Tucker Carlson rightly pointed out. They say racism exists. That's another gaslighting term, brainwashing the people. That blacks are the victims. What do you think of when you think of the word racism? Black victims, white uh, perpetrators. When it's the reverse. It's the reverse. The ones who think of themselves as victims are the worst perpetrators, and the ones who are accused of being the perpetrators are the biggest uh, victims of the unfairness. Trans men are men. Another, another gaslighting, brainwashing lie. Terrible lie! <laughs> Great song. It's not a Christian song, I don't think, though. Same-sex marriage is l- real and legal. 
homosexuality is logical and natural. It happens in nature. That means it's natural. No. You're a liar. Terrible lie. So that's my little rant on the gaslighting thing. Let me get back to calls, guys. That wasn't too long, was it? Did Hake... Uh... Did Hake ramble? Gabriel, I believe is how you say it. I could be wrong. In Canada, on the line. Gabriel, how are you, man? All is well, James. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Thank you. Thanks for uh, holding. Welcome back. <laughs> I, I appreciate hope your back will be stronger and stronger. <laughs> oh, you're Jabril. Are you Jabril? Correct. Nice. Correct. Yes. I got goosebumps. <laughs> um, yeah. James, um, uh, you know, like, it's so fascinating right now, uh, politically, what's going on with all the uh, the yay coming in, you know, as a candidate and uh, the the, the flinty guy. I, I never follow him, but apparently he uh, represents a lot of youth and stuff. Nick Fuentes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what I'm trying to say is that, um, you know, like, the system itself is big. It's big. So to, to do any change within a term or even two, it's almost impossible. True. Um, and uh, I think uh, the true solution, because victims, they never point out for the solutions. They always point fingers, right, and complain. But the true solution, I think, is in the youth. So uh, the candidates that are going for presidency right now, I think they will get a great success and bring people to vote for them if they're going to focus on the youth. Like, I'm talking about education. I remember when Obama got elected and he had this speech, and uh, in that speech he said one thing that caught my attention, and I'm like, wow, I'm going to give this guy benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. because he, he spoke of the youth, of the education. And I thought, what a smart man. He's going to, he, he sees where, where the eggs should be put, right? Where the, you know, where you need to put your investment. But then after a few years, I saw him, um, all his hair turning gray. <laughs> and I kind of understood that there's more things involved than what regular people know what's going on. But, um, and then, yeah, it, I kind of went back to not following politics, right? Okay. It's all like circus. Uh, but then, yeah, so right now I'm thinking, yeah, if any of those candidates focus on children, I'm talking about um, not where they depend on the system, but where they you, you teach them, you bring them up, you give them skills like, you know, uh, real work, work that leaves the physical fruits behind, not that theoretical, you know, like financial, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think that's the key. And uh, parents or any legal vote voter who can legally vote, they should invest into their children. Don't be trying to change things right away because it's impossible. System is too big. I think they need to say, hey, were you, let's say if Ye comes out or Trump comes out or this, whatever the other guy from... Uh, the Santas or whatever his name. Yeah. Um, so if they come out and they say, hey, we're going to invest in our children, we're going to reform the educational program, you know, where the federal government sits down with states and they kind of draw a common denominator in terms of education. And uh, people should uh, demand that from their politicians and not like uh, what's happening right now, what laws they bring in. They need to focus on that. Because there's no way of changing anything within a term or two, and it's a long, long run thing. 
And time goes fast, you know. Today they're kids, tomorrow they're a grown man. And, you know, that's the only way to save this boat. (laughs) That's my opinion. Um, You know, uh, Reagan, I've said this many times, Ronald Reagan, the president during 80 to 88 or so, or 81 until 89. Wasn't he an actor? Yeah, he was an actor before that. He was a Democrat. He was... The governor of California, I don't know under which party he was, but I think he, I think he brought no-fault divorce somehow into America, which was not a good thing. But he, I think he pledged or wanted to get rid of the Department of Education, which I think was just founded under Jimmy Carter or a president or two or a few just before him. And he was going to get rid of it, but no, it's gotten worse. And the federal government, nor the state governments, honestly... Do not belong in education of the children. I saw an interesting uh, Instagram clip, I think, of a month or two ago from Jesse Lee Peterson's guest on the Fallen State, Chad O. Jackson, who was on the Uncle, he was big time behind the Uncle Tom 2 film. Yeah. Talked about how education was much better before the government got involved. Now the government is training the children not to question the government. Well, that's what I said. Uh, yeah. the, the, the federal government has to come with the states because ultimately it would be under uh, the states in terms of hierarchy. And then obviously it will trickle down to the local, right? To your uh, sheriff or whatever. So it has to come from the like i'm not saying federal government has to get their hands in that jar educational jar i'm not, i'm saying they need to yeah. unite the states on the education not okay. uh, not by giving themselves powers over it but like uh you know like pep talk oh, like okay. a coach yeah, hey guys like set a good example yeah. like yeah. Um, like yeah. what michelle obama could have done had she not been forcing she and Obama and the administration. No, they were thinking about money. They, when Obama changed his hair to gray within a few years, uh-huh. I had that experience in my life. I understood that these guys just realized that this is this is this is not just beautiful talk. The, the <laughs> politics it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's not it's an old thing, you know. And uh, but anyways, but yeah, you know, you all all the pe- I'm just saying people who vote. They need to focus, not to get distracted by uh, who who's lying, who's not lying. Uh, they said because all all that stuff is a distraction. It's just okay, the, like a sensible uh, candidate. Sensible candidate would have to understand the situation. They would say, "Hey, we have this situation that we cannot change overnight, but let's invest into our youth. Let's promote children with trades. You know, let's give them a little." Um, you know, loan that they don't need to uh, return if they take this program, you know, oh. like electrical, plumbing, or nice. like a small incentives, you know what I mean? Uh, because at the end of the day, these people will be fixing our toilets when we old, right? <laughs> uh, they, these people would be paying the taxes of the older people right now. Uh, you know you know what I mean? It's, 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 we have to invest in our own children. Uh, system is too big, cannot change things overnight, and people have to be responsible instead of complaining all the time. Yeah. I think that's the You know, the um, one thing I saw from Asmador and JLP has said as well is yeah. that you have, 
politics and this stuff starts local. You have to change stuff from first within your own yeah. self and life and your yeah, family correct. and then your local community. Run for local yeah. office and and be an example there and push for what's right there rather than uh, being yeah. just to yourself and then trying to pretend like you're going to influence the national politics. That's Skipping correct. Stuff, um, or state but politics. you see, that's correct. But I see that the people, they split into the two categories in general. Uh, one, ones are shepherds and the others are sheep. And yeah. sheep is not a negative thing because I, the way I see God created this place is that sheep, their hands and arms of this physical world. They, they find doing nine to five. They, they find, you know, if it pays off things. But then there's uh, shepherds. And shepherds, they're all about leading the sheep. So now we've got to get a proper shepherd, a shepherd who not just sees what I want today, right now, but sees where, wait a minute, this place is, this system is too big. We, we need to invest into the children. Because, you see, the system changes when people changes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, you, you also said local. It's correct. If people changes, then the... The whole thing is changing, you know. Your your right. shepherd will be uh, accordingly to to your preference. Uh, but this this thing that politicians have, you know, that voice um, to awaken the population, they need to start saying proper things. Yeah, like hey guys, that's what I appreciate about in. Trump. Is like he's yeah, well, positive and he's, he's. You know what I love about down. Trump. Yeah, um, the, the thing that I love about the Trump, I, I, like, because some people say he did this, he did that. The fact that he said that, hey, guys, fake news, that yep. truth that he brought up that people kind of were aware of for a long time, yep. but him speaking of it um, uh, made people love him. Yeah. And uh, the same way we need people, uh, men, uh, to speak the truth. But, you see, to solve the problem of today's day, it's not be done within eight years. It has no. to be. It has to be done like it, it. Minimum will take a generation. You know, in Russia they say twenty-five years. Wow. Twenty-five years. You, if you live in Russia, you can be, uh, run for the president. It's done for a reason. You have to be part of the people you are running as a president. You have to live with them. You know, you need to be accustomed to their. Um, you know. Uh, culture and things like that. But anyways, that's all I wanted to say. I wanted to say the, the the current candidates for America, if they care about America, they have to focus on incentivize youth to do the right thing. Yeah, uh, that's, that's nice. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Thank you, James, Gabriel. And, uh, glad to see you. Yeah. Good to hear from you. Take care. You too. Have a, uh, God bless and the crew is rocking. Thanks. Nice. Bye. Bye. Some more Super Chats. I do not want to miss these Super Chats. Over there on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report. W-W-B, which is a, uh, I believe that stands for white well-being, says anti-whites love putting suffixes on words like ism or ist. We could do it too. Anti-white-ism. He says there's a difference, before that he said, there's a difference between playing the victim or wrapping one's identity in being a victim and stating that victimization is happening to white people. Yeah, that is true. 
Um, that is true. I think that you don't, you also don't want to get caught up in the excitement or the ego of making the point. Because you don't want to get, get caught up, period. Not get uh, hung up on, on your pet things. Because if you have pet issues, they may seem more important than they really are. You may, you may miss a person. Some people like refuse, for example, to support Trump because he doesn't... I mean, he called those... Uh, he stood against what he called the white nationalists. He condemned those white nationalists. But he, yet, he told the truth about what happened in Charlottesville. And if there's a guy named Donning Armour, Christopher from California, who just... I don't, I don't know if he'll support Trump this time around, but he did not appreciate Trump uh, seemingly turning on the whites and participating in the anti-white um, common vernacular by condemning white supremacy and white nationalism. But yet Trump is f- still, even with that, for what's right. He's like the best candidate for the job. That's why I'm saying you don't want to get caught up in focusing on a a pet issue to where it feels like it's more important than it is. If that makes sense. Pet peeve, Hake? Yeah, pet peeve. True. That's a good word for it. I don't really like that word, but yeah, pet peeve. What you focus on seems important to you, and you want to have a, have a light touch. You don't want to be cut up, caught up on Trump either, says Geranimo. True. You do not want to be caught up on, on Trump or anything. It's kind of like Kanye was caught up with the idea that he did not want to deal, defend anymore his, what was, the truth was, what, what the people were doing to him. You know, the Jewish people were doing to him. He's like, You're not, I'm not going to have that conversation anymore. I'm going to walk off the, the set right now. He had that set idea, and I think he sabotaged himself. A light touch, like a feminine touch? Hey, no! <laughs> uh, he, he set himself up to uh, sabotage himself, I think, last night, yesterday evening. In my opinion. I guess time may tell. Missed opportunity. Another will come around, right? <laughs> Uh, that's what I say. But uh, thank you. Thank you very kindly, WWB. White well-being. Let me see. I think that's what it stands for. WWB Advocate. White well-being advocate. Over there on Odyssey. You know, um, I have this backlog of Super Chats and what is funny, shall I give you some inside baseball on the Super Chats? Over there on Streamlabs, did you know I only get 48 cents per, per, if you donate $1 on Streamlabs, through PayPal, whatever. Lately, I've been getting only 48 cents out of that dollar. (laughs) Currently. Maybe that'll change. Funny, huh? 
But if you donate $3, I think I get, it takes a cut, but not, it doesn't take most of it. <laughs> Just FYI. So here's an idea. If you want to save up and only give me $3 at a time or, or whatever, do what you want. I appreciate it regardless. Irregardless, which is not a word. You can do what Asmodore calls Spurg Chats by tagging me on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com. And the Odyssey chat is not excessively busy, at least right now. So hopefully I will see it. And uh, that way you can uh, say those and I'll catch them. Sometimes I see your regular live chats in YouTube, DLive, Facebook, sometimes even Twitch. And I appreciate that. And I'll read aloud your regular chats. But I like to catch stuff if you want to make a point to me. Then, uh, just an idea. Asmodore calls them Spurg chats. I guess I shouldn't steal that idea completely, but that's just my idea. Tag me, The Hake Report, on uh, Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at The Hake Report slash live. So let me get to Henry Rollins. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get to all the callers. I do. I will try, but... I've been meaning to get to this Henry Rollins thing. He was a punk rock singer, is, I guess, a punk rock singer, spoken word guy. He was in Black Flag, State of Alert, right? Hang tight, callers, we will get to you, I think. He is a healthy, fairly healthy, 61-year-old man. There, I, I guess that's him. I can't really recognize him in that picture. He's singing or screaming in a in Black Flag in the early 80s in this photograph, if you're watching the video feed. This is from Tumblr. <laughs> I sometimes go on Tumblr to see what the libs, libs and females are saying. Um, pretty healthy for a 61-year-old today. That's good. Like most of us, a bad imitation of a man, though. Emotional, dumb liberal. Halfway looks the part. When I was producer of the Jesse Lee Peterson show, I tried to get him on because he was a writer for, he would write articles for LA Weekly, which is a liberal uh, weekly newspaper here in LA. And he was all liberal and snarky. Dumb guy. And so I was in touch with his, his, the woman who was running the show for him. Uh, but here's a picture of, uh, of him and a quote from Dude Who Abides. Yes, I guess you could say I'm a loner. Yes, I guess you could say I am a loner. This is a, tro- a quote that's purportedly attributed to Henry Rollins. A loner. But I feel more lonely in a crowded room with boring people than I feel on my own. And that's a quote from Henry Rollins, and somebody thought that that was a deep quote to share <laughs> on Tumblr. The emotional liberal Tumblr people following this emotional liberal man. Looks like a healthy guy. Exercises. Dressed all 90s in this shot. Sort of 90s. 2000s. Kind of how I dress. He's <laughs> posing on a step on a ladder in front of a bookshelf. There's another quote from him. It is, from Quote Madness, shared on Tumblr, it is sad when someone you know becomes someone you knew. And that is sad. That's true, Henry Rollins, but th- these are emotional quotes. More lonely in a crowded room with boring people? Man, how much is he looking down on people? Yeah, people 
art can be boring, I guess, but this is like a... You feel lonely in that situation? It just reminds me, got this, got his mama spirit, says RJJ. Yeah, I just notice that, uh, and Henry Rollins is not his birth name. I think it's Henry Garfield or something like that. Henry Franklin Garfield, something. Changed his name to Rollins. He was in Black Flag, which is a punk rock group. I mentioned that. Rollins Band or something. I've never, I don't know if I ever heard them. Used to be funny and an independent thinker, says Skunky X. I did love Black Flag. Still do. Yeah, I might even have a Black Flag album. All musicians are dumb liberals. They just are. It's, it's a fact. Franklin Turtle Garfield Cat. <laughs> uh, that these guys, and some people get, some of the liberals get excited when there's a male who looks masculine on their side. I mean, a bunch of this, there's a bunch of actors who are, who exercise and get fit, and then they, they're, but inside they're just dumb, li- dumb, shameful liberals who think like women. Reminds me of John Fetterman. Is that his name, John Fetterman? The guy who beat uh, Dr. Oz for the Senate race over in some state? Who's apparently run by his wife. And his, his wife is already killing him inside because uh, he's had a stroke. He's barely functioning. He also has that masculine, quote-unquote, masculine look a little bit. Oh, oh, he has a sort of a lack of sense. He should... Dress better, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> but his wife speaks for him. He's, she has her politics, really. You know how men will get with women and they'll be like, oh, I don't want kids, just like my wife doesn't want kids. And then they divorce and then he gets with another woman and has kids. Because <laughs> the woman's running the show. Isn't that always the way? It's the way with the quote-unquote conservative males as well. The woman running the show. He has a great neck, says cat's meow, underscore two. <laughs> yeah, true. Hake should do this more. Pull back my neck so it looks bigger. <laughs> uh, or I could just start exercising more and actually get fit. Hake, <laughs> uh, talk about Con- Kanye on Timcast. I did that first hour. And a little bit more in the second hour. Thank you, man. Uh... So yeah, that's me on Henry Rollins. I guess I didn't have much to say, but does that make sense? He's like feeling lonely in a crowded room with boring people. Just an emotional dumb liberal. Oh man, I didn't realize it's 10.59. I got to end the show, guys. John from Kentucky wanted to get in, uh, but he hung up. Uh, Rick from Hampton, Virginia wanted to talk about Chuck Schumer. We need more babies. But... It's Petra time now. Don't let your heart be hardened. Nice. See you guys. Bye.
May your heart.